Good afternoon and welcome to Martyr's Shrine and a special welcome to this great celebration of the anointing of the sick. It's the 33rd annual Mass with the anointing of the sick and we welcome all of you. In order to, for us to celebrate well, I invite you all to please stand and to open the books to hymn 584, number 584 in the big blue books. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the community of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Sisters and brothers in Christ our Lord, Christ on the cross, Christ whose blood pours out into the world to bring healing and redemption to all, we welcome you to this holy place where men have gone before us, now saints, who recognize the power of healing and grace, of witness and joy that can come in a moment of embracing Jesus. The fathers here are grateful along with the staff to welcome you to Martyr Shrine and to hope that this time you share with us in anointing and in receiving the body of Christ or a blessing may be one that enriches you in soul and in body. As we prepare to enter into this sacred mystery, we are mindful that as pilgrims, there are times when we fall, where we struggle, where perhaps we turn from the Lord. But we know too there are times of great joy when we feel his loving and healing embrace. Turning to him in that love and mercy, we pray.
And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to life everlasting. Let us pray. Christ taught his disciples to be a community of love, in praying together, in sharing all things, and in caring for the sick. They recalled his words, in so far as you did this to one of these, you did it to me. We gather today to witness to this teaching and to pray in the name of Jesus, the healer, that the sick may be restored to health. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the letter of James. Beloved, is anyone among you suffering? They should pray. Is anyone cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? They should call for the presbyters of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. The word of the Lord. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord. For to you do I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant. For to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me. I give, you, give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love toward me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Many of you may be aware that this sacred site, blessed by the blood of the martyrs who offered their lives in love to Christ, was visited by another person, now a saint, St. John Paul II. Indeed, many in the community around here may have been present at that event or certainly associate the shrine with that visit. Of course, much has happened since then, and many graces have come about as we continue to strive to serve you and all of the pilgrims who come to visit. But this morning, as I was preparing for this homily, I thought back to one of a few personal experiences that I had with St. John Paul in my ministry as a Jesuit. During the preparations for the World Youth Days that happened here in Toronto in 2002, I had the opportunity to serve in the diplomatic service as well as in organizing some events that took place here at the Shrine. And so I was present when the Holy Father arrived in Toronto from Rome. Now we may know that at the time that John Paul II came to Toronto, his Parkinson's had reached a stage where he could barely feed himself, where he required someone to help him to rise in the morning, where a physician was with him almost daily and a nurse ensuring that he received a large number of medications to help sustain his work for he wished to continue his role as pontiff and to continue as much as possible his daily schedule. 
When he arrived, I was in a television tower on the CBC helping to uh, broadcast the event and to give commentary. And the plane arrived right on time. It landed and slowly rolled into place. And as it rolled into place, a hydrolift was put in front of the door to lower him down like an elevator. And the door didn't open. Two minutes went by. Three minutes went by. Five minutes went by. And the door was not opening. Five minutes may not seem like a long time, but when you have to try and think of something to say on TV or radio for five minutes, it starts to feel like a long time. Six minutes, eight minutes. I was looking through my notes, trying to talk about the color of the plane and the papal coat of arms and what they may have eaten while they were flying over from Rome. And then the hydraulic elevator moved away and they wondered, perhaps a dysfunction. And steps were put into place, and the door opened. And we watched for 11 minutes as step by step, the Holy Father climbed down slowly, carefully, each step. He refused the lift, and he wanted to take the stairs. An incredible thing happened on that day. Before his visit, I knew one reporter who was excited that he was coming. Ten minutes after he left the tarmac, and they had witnessed his effort to be present, all reporters were fascinated. They had witnessed something that moved them. And as he made it to the bottom of the stairs, he was greeted by people from L'Arche communities and homes for uh, those who are older in our community, care homes, and he took the time to bless them, standing. This was something he felt to be of great importance. In fact, he refused the lift, and that's why we had to wait so long for him to come out. He was witnessing to something. Yes, the lift was important. And of course, I'm not suggesting we don't use them if we have them in any of the homes where we're living right now. But he felt it important for the world to see that in the midst of struggle, in the midst of illness, in the midst of the pain that comes with getting older, we continue to live as we can. And that is not only just okay, but it is beautiful. It is beautiful. And it is a witness to everyone else of how precious life is and how each person 
at no matter what stage they are in their life, if they're young and they cannot walk, and they're in a wheelchair, if they're older and they cannot breathe properly, if their hands can no longer play the piano or open a Tupperware container or try and figure out those pesky milk containers where you have to pull back, fold, open up, that's okay. Because who we are in the moment is who God is loving and supporting and caring for and nurturing and loving, just the same. And as he loves us, and as we continue to live with our strengths and our weaknesses, we witness the beauty of life to all of those around us. My mother shared with me when I was very young that there is a grace that comes from simply being who you are. And for each of us, we're in different stages of that point in our life. And it is gift. Today in the Beatitudes, one might notice that several of the passages honor and give grace to people who are struggling, to people who are poor, to people who are sick, to people who are facing injustice, to people who are being persecuted because they believe in God. And one might ask oneself, well, is God glorifying pain or illness here? No. But what the Beatitudes of those kind remind us of is the fact that Jesus knows and understands the depths of our joys and our sufferings mental, physical, emotional, because he suffered all of those things too. And they are reminding us that in the midst of our struggle, if we can be true to ourselves, then we will be blessed examples of grace for the world. A final thought would be that, you know, in this place here at Martyr Shrine, it can be a little spooky in the sense that we reflect and we honor men who went through horrific deaths of torture and suffering because of their love for the indigenous people here and for Christ. But what's a great point of beauty in that is who they were as people accepting that reality and the kind of person they were willing to be in embracing Jesus in a moment that would involve suffering. Today we take holy oils and bless all of you, hoping that with the intercession of the martyrs there will be healing in the ways that you require it. But more importantly, more importantly, in love for you, wanting you to know in your heart and feel in your heart the fact that who you are now, with your struggles and your joys, is beautiful 
is good and is cared for by the love of God. We now bring our prayers to the Lord. <clears throat> we pray for our church throughout the world that God will heal her divisions and hurts through the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray to the Lord. We pray for the healing of our broken world that all people may come to know the healing power of God the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. We pray to the Lord. We pray for all those in need of healing in our families and in the world, physical healing, healing of the emotions, healing from psychological traumas and ailments of any kind. We pray that all people would be fully restored. We pray to the Lord. We pray for all those gathered here that all receive God's healing love. We especially pray for all clients, residents and staff of Georgian Village and Manor, Waypoint Center, Hillcrest Village Care Center, Villa Retirement Lodge, Jennings Lodge Retirement Home, and all members of our community gathered here. We pray to the Lord. Lord Loving God, we present you all these prayers and those deep within our hearts as we make them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Sisters and brothers, let us pray to God for our brothers and sisters here who require the healing of the Lord's touch and for all those who devote themselves to caring for them. The response is, Lord, have mercy. Bless all gathered here this day and fill them with new hope and strength. Lord, have mercy. Sustain all sick with your power. Lord, have mercy. Assist all who care for the sick. Lord, have mercy. Give life and health to our brothers and sisters on whom we lay our hands in your name. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the gift of our lives, the gift of this earth on which we dwell, and the gift of faith that sustains us by your most Holy Spirit. These, your loving children, have come with Saint Jean de Brébeuf and his companions, seeking your healing touch. May these holy oils, soothing signs of your sacred power, 
Bring them healing in mind and body and spirit. Bring them freedom from sin and the binds of darkness and renew them on their pilgrimage towards the kingdom of God. We ask this through Christ our Lord. For all those who wish to come forward for an anointing, we shall have four stations in the front of the church, two in the middle and one on each side. We will have a special uh, assigned priest to bring the oils to those who are in wheelchairs. And we will also have uh, stations at the back of the church as well for those who would need them.
Let us pray. Father in heaven, through this holy anointing, grant our brothers and sisters comfort in their suffering. When they are afraid, give them courage. When afflicted, give them patience. When dejected, afford them hope. And when alone, assure them of the support of your holy people. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Since the moments of our life unfold, O God, according to your good pleasure, receive the prayers and sacrificial offerings by which we implore your mercy for our brothers and sisters who are ill, that having been anxious for them in their danger, we may rejoice at their recovery of health. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, to praise you mighty deeds in the exaltation of all the saints, and especially as we celebrate the memory of the Blessed Virgin Mary. For today, 
we proclaim your kindness as we echo her thankful hymn of praise. For truly even to earth's end you have done great things and extended your abundant mercies, O Lord, from age to age. When you looked on the lowliness of your handmaid, you gave us through her the author of salvation, your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him the hosts of angels adore your majesty and rejoice in your presence forever. And so we pray that our voices may join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. And drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray 
that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by your Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all our holy martyrs, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be choirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. When our Lord walked personally upon the earth, he taught us to pray. And it is a prayer we share among all Christian traditions. And therefore, we have the courage to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. For the kingdom of Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us turn to our sisters and brothers and offer each other a sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Every human being is a gift made in the image and likeness of God. In the Catholic tradition, we receive the Eucharist, the body of Jesus Christ, believing that it is his true presence. If there are those from other Christian denominations here or other religions, you are still very welcome to come forward and receive a special blessing from the priest who is offering communion. Thank you.
Let us pray. Merciful God, in celebrating these mysteries, your people have received the gifts of unity and peace. Heal the afflicted and make them whole in the name of your only Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. It was a great joy to welcome all of you here today and to pray with you as you strive to grow in unity with Jesus amidst difficulties and joys. I am sure that the communion of saints have been around you every moment of time that you have been afflicted and also that the loving embrace of Jesus continues to encircle you. Today here we stand before the relics of St. Jean de Brébeuf, St. Gabriel Lalmont, and St. Charles Garnier. And I pray for all of you that through their intercession, you may grow in healing of both mind, body, and soul. There are many of you who sought to seek the sacrament of reconciliation, confession. So I have asked one of the fathers to be in the confessional immediately following this Mass. He will be there until we are done. Please uh, feel free to go and to receive the sacrament there if you desire it. Also, there is a small reception that is being offered downstairs in the St. Ignatius Chapel, prepared lovingly by members of the Catholic Women's League. We thank them for their generosity and also invite you to come and have a little snack on your way back to the bus or car and heading off for the rest of your day. We thank you for this time that we have shared together. And please know that the fathers throughout the year are praying for you with all of the intentions that you bring to us. And the staff are always here to support you at the shrine should you wish to come on your own and pray in this sacred place. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go forth serving the Lord through your lives.